Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. We're so excited to be here. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Listen With Us. Thank you for being here. And since the last time that we were here, we've, we again have had a whole lifetime in a week. And we had a Sunday Soul Circle, which was fabulous. It was amazing. But we had a little bit of a rocky start. <laughs> to it. So, okay, so we couldn't. Well, first of all, the address that we were given was incorrect. First thing that was and which kind of threw us off because then we had to reach out to all of the people and then go stand out in I went and stood out in the street so that Bailey could greet people and get everybody signed in and set up and get give them their goodies because we had altar kits and journals for everybody and so Bailey stayed back and so I went out to the road and I was waving people in because we were already running late. This is what, this is just how, this is how Mercury it rolls. retrograde. Yeah, this is just how it rolls. And we, I think we're, we are so good, Bailey, at rolling with the punches. Well, we'll tell you what at happened. First, at first, because, because then what happened, this was like, we brought everybody, got everybody over there. And then I went out, um, out to get something out of my car. We were, everybody was in. Everything was good. We collected all the people. So all the ladies were inside. Can I add? They go, they were, Yeah. I would sit up front, right? I would sit down and I was waiting for you to come back in to get started. And I was like, we're going to start in about 10 minutes. And so they were all eager to get started. And yeah, there was about over 30 women there. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was one of our smaller events, but a really amazing event and just enough room for everybody. Mm-hmm. which is a no, whole nother story. But um, so I went outside to get something out of my car. And then I went in, went outside and I did not see my car. I parked my car. I backed it in right in front of the door and it was not there. And I was inside saging everybody. <laughs> everybody was excited. Oh, they're all getting settled. All of a sudden, I'm like saging somebody over their head. And they're sitting on their mat. And my mom comes up to me and she goes, my car is gone. And I'm like, Pardon? <laughs> it was gone. I was like, what I do you was mean freaking it's gone? out. I because I had left my fanny my fanny pack. Yes, I wear a fanny pack. And I had left it on my seat. And I thought somebody had stolen my car. And so we were thinking, wait, so we went outside. We ran out in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm barefoot. Everybody's inside. They Mom don't... and I are running around the parking lot <laughs> looking for her car. <laughs> like I'm like well, maybe somebody moved it. It's like, but that didn't make sense. And I was like, what's, what? And then I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to call the police. We're going to have to just cancel. And Bailey at the same time was thinking, well, mom can call the police and I'll just keep going. And so, <laughs> and so, and then all of a sudden it dawned on me that when I had driven out, when I had tried to gather everybody up, I had actually driven my car out to the front because this was a U-shaped parking lot so I had actually driven my car out so I ran around the corner (laughs) this u-shaped parking lot um and it took me a few minutes to get up there and I and my car was sitting there and I was just like oh my gosh it is time to slow down yeah and you know what we walked we walked in after all of that finding our car and everything and then after being in a sheer panic we completely just went on with the show. We went on with the we show. Didn't say anything to and anybody. I was talking to this, a girl that came to it today or yesterday, and she goes, "It was amazing. Like I loved it. You know, all of the things." And then I was actually behind her. I was saging her when you came up and said, "My car is gone," and I thought I was like, "Dane definitely heard that." And I was like, "Did you hear when my mom had said that her car went missing?" She goes. <laughs> 
no, I had no idea. And I was like, we were in sheer panic there Where for like she? five minutes. And nobody and I, knew. Yeah. And she was like, I had no idea any of that happened. I'm like, wow. We are professionals. We are pros. We are professionals at things going. Listen, things go amiss and are at, like go sideways for us quite frequently. And it's not all yes. just like easy flow. But nobody ever knows. Nobody ever knows. And because we're so, we're good at putting things in boxes. We compartmentalize. Yes, we're really good at that. Yeah, so if you're starting a new business or thinking about it or starting a new um, endeavor and things are maybe not going as you thought that they would, I want you to know that's normal and to just roll with the punches. Don't draw attention to if you mess up with what you're saying, you know, or you forgot something. You don't, you just go with it. You just go with the flow because people are there and they're hungry for knowledge and they're hungry to grow and they need, they need you to show up. And so you just put it in a little box and go, okay, I will deal with this later. And then you go on with why you were there. Yeah. In my t- yoga teacher training, I remember my teacher at the time, something that always stuck with me that what she said was, do not say I'm sorry if you mess up in the middle of your um, your sequence or your class. Don't say I'm sorry. And that was like the best advice that I think that I've gotten with yoga because I've messed up so many times within my classes, but I do not say I'm sorry because because it's it just draws attention to it and it's not needed. And when I don't say I'm sorry about something for being human, you know, mm-hmm. um, nobody, everybody just stays in their flow. They you know don't what notice. I mean? Yeah, they don't even notice. And I have to say that ba- Bailey earned Employee of the Month on Sunday. She's Employee <laughs> of the Month because she rocked it. Oh my gosh. You had everybody um, in, in flow and the breath work and all of it, all the teachings. I mean, I just am so proud of you. Honest, oh, honestly, it's just you. amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I, I was just bragging to everybody. I was telling one of the ladies there because she pulled the music card and she really wants to get it back into singing and playing guitar, but she's scared. And I was like, listen, I was like, a year ago, if you would have told me that I would have taught, you know, this class to all 30 of you women, I would have been like, there's no way. After my first yoga class I taught, I left crying because I was just so, I was like, I did not, like I completely failed that. But I chose to keep showing up and keep trying. And and I think that that's, yeah, I think I'm proud of myself too because it wasn't easy at first. You know, it took, it wasn't just like natural. It was just, um, I had to, yeah, keep showing up. So thank you. That means a lot. Mm-hmm. It's true. And it's really so um, interesting is that because Bailey used to say, well, they won't take me serious because I'm so young. And and then there are women out there who are who are um, who I actually am coaching who feel like they're imposters, like the imposter syndrome. And and if you know that whether you're younger or you're older or you're somewhere in between, because I'm now 62 you know, I think, gosh, some people are going to think you're too old to be doing what you're doing. But you know what? I don't, I'm now at the point where I just don't care. And because I have, I really know I'm on path. But I want you to know that if you ever feel that imposter syndrome, because there have been times in my past where I have felt that, and then I just kept showing up and doing the work, and then it subsides. So um, I love so that you true. said that. Yeah, that's so true. Sorry not to cut you off. Yeah. But yeah, that it, it does subside. And I think that that, I kind of posted about something on my Instagram with like, I think so many people hold themselves back from stepping into new spaces or new opportunities because they're afraid of failing. But everybody, when they're starting something new, goes through learning curves. Everybody. And the people that you see that maybe are like, great at teaching something or seem like they're natural or not nervous at all like they went through that learning curve and the scary moments and the messing up and the messiness of it all and so if you're really thinking about wanting to step into a new field or or it could be anything um that you're really drawn to lately just take 
keep taking those steps and keep showing up. And and that's how movement is made. And that's how big changes in your life are created and how you just become more and more aligned with your path. Yeah, everybody was new at one time. Everybody had a first day. Everybody has a first day of teaching. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at the master teachers, you go, they had a, they had a first day too. Mm-hmm. They had a day one where they were nervous. And so if you remember that, and then you just step through the fear, I really, I just really love um, challenging myself and stepping through fear because it, it truly, truly is false evidence appearing real. And I know lots of you have probably heard that acronym or face face everything and rise. I love that one as well. But it's just stepping through it because you, you know what, if you stop something because you're afraid, it will stop you in so many other ways. The first time that you back out because you're afraid, the fear grows. It just gets bigger. And then your life gets smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. And we just can't have that. Not we for, just can't have that. We can't have we that. We can't have you playing small. We can't have you playing Somebody small. Somebody may need you. So speaking of um, stepping through fear, I talked to my son today who's going through his Saturn return, which if you don't know, I really loved this definition of a Saturn return. So if you don't know, it usually happens around 29 or 30, 31-ish. And there's a Y in the road. I really love this um definition that somebody just recently told me is that the why in the road when you're in your Saturn return it doesn't have to be rocky and I was just so really but you are faced with a choice so the choice can be either you're going to go left or you're going to go right and left could be really rocky and it could help make you go through something pretty challenging where you had to make a decision you go left pick the pick the one that was that has the most resistance. Yeah, that has the most resistance or has the most challenges. Mm-hmm. Or like you, the old. Like it's, the old. It's, it's the old. old. It's the old. My Saturn return was horrific. It was horrible. But um, but I see my son going through his Saturn return and I just, so I had a talk with him because he's not really open to all the woo-woo stuff, you know, and Bailey and I are definitely woo-woo. Mm-hmm. So, I, so, I, so I said to him, I go, you know, I said, you know that I'm an intuitive. I go, you know that I know what's going on in your life. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> he said, he goes, yes. He goes, yes, I know that. And I said, do you, you really un- understand that I can see what's going on? And he, because I think he was just at first trying to placate me. And, and I said, because I know what's going on. And so I kind of laid it out for him. And he was like, holy crap, she really knows what's going on. So funny. It's so entertaining having an intuitive as your mom. <laughs> so so I just told him, I said, here's what's going on. And here are your choices. You could go left. And this road could be really rocky for you. And you can keep taking this path. And it's going to be challenging for you. But and or you could go right and you could have grace and ease and flow and have like really great success. I go, you get to choose. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, son, because I'm not going to say which one it is. Well, I guess you guys might be able to figure it out. But anyhow, don't say I'm not going to say his name. <laughs> um, and I said to him, I said, son, you know, you're a grown man now. You get I said, I can only give you advice as your mom, because he actually called me for advice. So it wasn't unsolicited advice. He was asking me for advice. And so so then I reminded him that I'm an intuitive. And then I told him all the things. And he was like, holy, holy shit. <laughs> he knows. And and so then I said, so here what here's what will happen. And so I just gave laid it out for him. And I said, and I know at times, you know, when you're feeling lonely or you're you know, feeling not as strong as you normally feel, it's really easy to take that harder path because it, it's a temporary Band-Aid, but it's going to be harder in the long run. Just know that. Yeah, and I think that's the hard thing with mm-hmm. your Saturn return or with mm-hmm. with anything when you're trying to step away from something that feels super familiar, right? Mm-hmm. But even if you know deep down it's not good for you, it, it's familiar and... And it's also is like what you said it perfectly, like that band aid. Mm-hmm. But 
in the long run, it's so damaging. And I think that we've all had points like that. I've had points like that um, Mm -hmm. within relationships where maybe I didn't want to end it because it's, I knew how painful it would be. But in the long run, it would be more painful to stay in it, you know, just kind of drag it out. So it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, something's like the energies used up in it. And what we mean by the energy is like the lessons are used up in it or it's already shown you the lessons or maybe it's something where it showed you it was just for a season. It's not for a lifetime. And you're like, crap, I really wanted it to be for a lifetime, whether it's a relationship or a job or or um, an idea, a dream. You know what yeah, I mean? Story. So a group you're affiliated with. Yeah. It's that realization that it's it's only for a season and that's sad and that's scary and sometimes we tighten our grip in that moment. We're like, no, like I can make it for a lifetime. I, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to go into the unknown and try to find a new way. But it's like that's when you really have those moments of of ha- that's when like the universe is testing your trust and your faith because mm-hmm. I, from my experience, when I've gotten the courage to finally kind of like put it down and and let it, leave it where it needs to be left, my whole world opened up. You know what I mean? My whole world, because I, I, I was forced to try a new direction, you know, and, and that new direction because it had more ease and flow and I wasn't going against the current. It was like, all of these new opportunities came in, all these new people, all this new mind, and not even just my external world, but also my internal world changed. So it's like having that, that strength and the trust and the grace to go through the hard, knowing that there's light on the other end because, because you know deep down that that's the way you're supposed to go. Does that all yeah, make sense? Yeah, that was really great. That was very well said. Yes, that totally makes sense. And it's kind of like when I was going through that with trying to decide about Mama Boot Camp, which is still going. Because you're, you have, can you tell them about how you have multiple Saturn returns? Because when you had to do the Mama Boot Camp thing, it was. Oh my gosh, that was another. It's like, why? (laughs) What (laughs) age was that at? Um, I think it was around 56, 57, 58. Very challenging because I did not want to let go because I'd been doing. I've had a successful fitness business since like 2006, 2005, and did not want to let it go. And I was just banging my head against the wall, trying not to let it go. And then it still is in existence, but it, I'm, I am just letting it have, letting it be. I'm not investing, I'm coaching, but I'm not investing a lot of energy to grow it because I really, because this is where I'm supposed to be. Because God, I know that God wants me on this path. And you didn't know that at first when you first started kind of like moving, like Mama Boot Camp. But I was finding less joy in in the days of it. I was finding less joy, like, oh, no, I have to go coach. You yeah. Know? That's how it felt. Yeah. So that's where it started shifting. Mm-hmm. And, and you weren't sure where. You're like, this was my my main focus for the longest time in mama boot camp still means so much to you, but it was, it was like your, your, yeah, your main priority dimensional. Yeah. And, and that served you for a time. Right. Mm-hmm. But without mama boot camp, what we're doing now would not with recharge be. would not be mm-hmm. at all. This recharge has so much energy behind it because of what you created with mama boot camp Mm -hmm. all the all the the credibility and the trust from the people around us because they've they know me and they've gotten to know you because you were always with me at a lot of Mm -hmm. all the activities and everything that we did including triathlon so like you know there was just so much like that whole triathlon season I didn't really I mean in the back of my mind I'm like I'm not going to get rid of this beautiful bike because I might still want to do and and triathlon I might still want to train for one but I have no idea where I would fit that in I have no Mm -hmm. idea so it's again like this whole Mm -hmm. chapter that's kind of needing you want to hold on to the bike I see the bike I see the beautiful bike all the time I see the bike it's in the living room and it's yes it's in the living room (laughs) and she that's like another part of her Saturn return that you know and it doesn't say you have to get rid of the bike you don't really have I'm not going to get rid of the bike 
yeah, you do not have to get it's rid a, of the bike. It's a beautiful bike. And it was like, it just is like part of, part of my life that meant so much mm-hmm. to me. And the whole, you know, training with other women and teaching women to swim and then crossing finish lines. It's just really empowering and it builds your confidence and it really helps you find your strength. There's just so much goodness in it. There's so much, that's what it is. There's so much goodness yeah. in it, you know? And good memories. And it oh holds, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, so that's totally understandable. But it would be different if you were, you know, not not as happy or as inspired as you were in the beginning with Mama Boot Camp. You know, yes. and you were staying in it just because you were maybe scared to explore something new or didn't mm-hmm. know what it was or what it would look like. But I if, had no idea what it would look like. But if you didn't create the room, right? Absolutely. Then you then we recharge wouldn't have any space to come in and manifest into existence. Yeah, what you focus on expands. Yeah. I mean it's just the, it really is comes back to that again. Which it's so beautiful if you think about it. If we if we loosen our grip in life and we can notice when something's like holding resistance or the energy's not there anymore or we're, we're not as inspired or maybe we've, again, learned the lessons that we're supposed to learn. And we can see it, right? We're all pretty, unless you're really numbed out. Um, Which I have been. I've been numbed out. Yeah. But did you do you think when you're numbed out, do you think you still knew that it was... I When I was numbed out, I was super unhappy and... The more that I tapped out, the more the universe and God got louder. Was that during your Saturn return or was that? Um, I would say that that, my, that when I have resisted my Saturn return, which, which would be in that time frame too, because remember all the drama and all the things that kept happening, like trying to turn me around to go, it's time to loosen your grip. It's time to go in a different direction. Do you remember that? Mm, yeah. And I wouldn't say I was numb at that time. But, um, you know, I would say that I was um, resistant, but not numb. Do you, didn't you get, you you numbed out after the fact when you? No, I didn't. Or not, was that before? That was before. Before, okay. Yeah, yeah. when uh, I was shifting from um, True Fitness to my owning my own business. Oh, so it was before Way back. Mama Bootcamp. Yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. The birth of Mama Bootcamp. Yeah, and so... I think what I was saying with the numbing thing is that maybe you don't realize when if you're numb, numbed out or not in touch with your practices or your intuition and everything or listening, right? You're just kind of going about your day like sleepwalking. Then maybe you won't realize when the energy's been used up. But for the most part, we all have this intuition that we're born with within us. It's our birthright that we get these nudgings when it's time to move forward, when it's time to move on. And it's such a beautiful process. It's like this this process that always is within life in big ways and small ways. It's this death and it's this rebirth and it's this death and it's this rebirth, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And your Saturn return happens when you're in 29, 30, and then it happens when you're it's 30 years later. And I, and I believe it's like 58, 59 you know, and I think I was just a tad early. Mine was around 56, 57. Because mm-hmm. I went to a Tony Robbins, Unleash the Fire, Unleash the Power Within. That start, I, I decided I was going to start investing in myself. When I started investing in myself, that's when, um, when I really woke up. Mm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love hearing your journey because I just think it's so, it's so inspiring because it has so many pivotal moments that it's like we don't need all I mean that is exhausting all those pivotal moments oh my gosh I was I was just watching as like a young one I'm like holy shit oh no oh my god I was like oh she's got it she's up she's up she's got it again (laughs) something else will come out of left field I'm like okay dust her off dust her off oh my gosh so many it's like I think I had to do move through that I chose in this life to move through a lot of karma yeah for sure you know to finish off undone relationships and I'm really grateful for the for the close friends that I have now grateful that my my husband that we continued to grow together which doesn't always happen when Mm -hmm. people are changing like I have changed so much and I'm grateful for you that you decided to come on and be my partner um, 
and recharge because I really, I needed a safe place to land and um, somebody who had my back and somebody who saw the vision, like I see the vision and, and it was you. Who mm. knew it was you? I'm so happy that it was me, <laughs> it's honestly. Because so awesome. I feel like I can, I feel, I feel like I, the sounds, I, this sounds so strange, but I think I've seen you be go through so much because you did come to this world, this life with a big mission and you did have a huge amount of karma that you had to move through and you chose to move through it, which a lot of people don't have the courage to do that. Um, but I feel like I'm just grateful I get to be your partner within it because I get to protect you in a way. And I'm just, so glad. And just let you do what you need to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And And yes. And I know you so well. And you know me so well. And so it's just, it feels so safe and that we don't have to worry about all the drama. We just get to focus on our mission and, and our dream. And, and yeah, it's just something that means so much to me. And I sometimes I'm like, what the hell is going on? Because <laughs> like, we do leave for Barcelona on Saturday. In two yeah. days, we're leaving for Barcelona and then we're going to be in Greece and never ever in my wildest dreams would I have thought that I would when I was just working back to backs and just you know bloody knuckles working so hard getting up at four and going to bed so late just trying to keep up with everything I never in my wildest dreams thought that I mean we're leaving Saturday we're going to Barcelona that's it's Thursday right now oh yeah Thursday and it's so wild it's so crazy I know I'm like just pinching myself it feels like a weird dream. And we're just going into this really crazy retreat season where we're going to have multiple retreats back to back. And I'll just be touching down. Bailey and I will just be touching down um, and then, you know, and then going back out again. So um, so it's it's really it's it's a testing season to see how this all works for if we want to do them quite as often as we're going to be doing this year. But it's also like we're going to be going to Bali for a retreat, which uh, has been on our bucket list since 2020. That's been on our bucket list. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to talk to you guys about um, how your energy shows up and the energy footprint that you leave and how it shifts. And so like the Saturn return, you go through an energy upgrade. Um, when you choose to be consistent with your practices, you go through an energy upgrade and you'll notice um, to like today I was out and I was getting everything ready for this trip, just massive running around gathering things that I needed. And then, um, all the basic things you need to get done to for your personal stuff before you take off, like your hair, <laughs> like your hair. So, mm-hmm. so anyhow, so I was doing, taking care of all the things and, um, and I noticed that people were just stopping and smiling at me and it was really nice. It was like I, they were seeing my energy footprint, mm-hmm. which I really like just looking at me and smiling. And I wasn't necessarily, I didn't think I was smiling, but then I was like, oh, that's so nice. So um, I really, I love knowing that your energy shows up almost before you. So we do this activity at our retreats where we have the women when they come in, because most of them don't know each other. So if you're thinking about coming solo, you will fit right in. So they come in and so we do this at the end we have the queen's chair and all the ladies get to say how the energy of the person how they showed up and what their impression was because you have an energy and how you can be why don't you share some of the upgrades on how they can shift their energy and start to elevate their energy and clean it off well I'll share how I did it because and it's true, like what you're talking about. I was even at dinner with one of my friends the other day, and this guy walked by outside. He was an older man, but he had amazing energy. He just he felt light. And I think once you start tapping into your own energy, you can pick up on others easier um, or become more aware of it when you are. But you can cleanse your energy so many ways. Um, whether I, I mean, your practices, what, when we talk about miracle mornings, right, showing up doing whatever resonates with you. Um, So whether it's for me personally, it's breath work. I love breath work. I could spend most of my miracle morning doing breath work. And then I sit in meditation. I cleanse myself with Palo Santo and I pull cards and I drink tea. 
And that's how I get into my own energy. I know my energy pretty well at this point. Um, so that when anything comes in, right? So maybe I have an interaction with somebody that's really, they're in a very intense space, like mindset. They've have a lot going on. Maybe they're very out of touch with themselves. Maybe they're holding a lot of anger or sadness and they kind of put that on me, right? Whether that's through their words or through their actions or they're running around really chaotically. So I pick up on that because I'm a major empath. <laughs> I'm like a little sponge. Well, what I can, when I step away from that situation, I'll most likely feel really anxious, you know, I'll, and then I'll be like, I'll, it's almost like this feeling like something bad is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, okay, I know this is not mine because this doesn't feel like my energy. And when I look at my reality around me right now, I'm safe and everything that's in my reality is safe. And, and so how am I going to cleanse this? So I go do my breath work or I take a shower Getting in water for a majority, especially if you're a water sign, your zodiac sign, um, getting in water is really healing also. So whether that's in a bathtub, taking an Epsom salt bath, or whether that's just in your shower um, and imagining the shower being like a white waterfall and washing you clean and getting, and you can even say while you're in the shower, like I take back my own energy. Anything that's not mine, I'm washing it down the drain. So I take back my own energy. Anything that is not mine, I'm washing it down the drain. Um, hydrating. What are you putting in your body? Whenever you're drinking alcohol, which I, don't get me wrong, I have a glass of wine or I'll have, I'll go out with friends every now and then and have like a couple margaritas. But when we're overdoing the alcohol, like whether it's more consistently, right? So you're not giving yourself a break to get back into your own energy or whether it's like a huge amount of like binge drinking, that will kind of put you way out of your energy. That's why they call it spirits. You know, it opens the door to things that you don't necessarily want to open the door to. Yeah, exactly. Um, certain foods, pay attention to that. What makes you feel like um, foggy headed? Like if I overeat, then I normally am like, I can't think straight, of course. If I have too much sugar, I can't think straight. So it's just, it's really just paying attention with your day-to-day -day and adding in the things that you know ground you and make you feel most like yourself and most calm. Like that's how you know you're in your energy when you feel calm, right? And so what are the things that calm down your nervous system? Is it just being silent for a while? You know, maybe not watching any TV, reading a book, like disconnecting from any frequencies. Um, there's so many ways. Yeah, one of my nature. Absolutely. Nature is really huge. Yeah. And, and being, if you're by the ocean, being in the water, because it literally is a huge Epsom salt bath. So it's very cleansing. So I had one of my friends um, yesterday, I was feeling a little anxious and she she called and she said, do you have time to talk? And so I, I just put my headset on while I was working out and we had the best conversation and she actually made me cry. She said she's going through a lot in her own, with some medical stuff in her own self. And she took the time out to say, hey, listen, I want you to know that I'm here for you too. And I just started bawling. And she said, mm. she goes, I really want you to know that I said, I told her I got feeling a little anxious. She goes, why? And I go, well, I don't know because I'm getting ready to head out for this huge adventure and I'm excited about it, but I also have a lot of, I don't know, anxiety. And she said, well, maybe, and she highlighted some things about me protecting my energy. Like she goes, you have all the tools and that, and she pegged it right on the nose. I was just worried about my, my energy, keeping my energy up and making sure that um, I'm not people pleasing or, you know, because sometimes I have a tendency to do that because of being uh, usually, um, usually women who have been abused have the disease to please. It's this people pleasing thing. And I've been catching myself on it and really trying to work on having healthy boundaries because I love the people that I'm close to in my life. I have, you know, um, a couple of friends that I just would do anything for and I, and I, but you can't sacrifice yourself. Once you start sacrificing yourself, it's, it becomes unhealthy. So I've really been working on, um, on my own, my own, I'm the one who has to set boundaries with myself. 
because your energy's corded way all the all these different places. Mm-hmm. And and I was doing that too this past mm-hmm. week. It seems like it's been a really it's Thursday, September 29th. So mm-hmm. if you've had a crazy week, I've had the craziest week. Like mm-hmm. weird stuff happening and not necessarily within my own life but within a lot of people's lives that I love and them feeling really out of sorts or weird stuff happening yeah weird stuff so you go into those mode where you're like okay let me i want to be their savior i want to be their hero i want to make them feel better and it's like then you if you're not paying attention um your energy can just be spread all so many different places right like these people are according to you and yeah i i think that you do that as well we both kind of do that and so is I think that with your car going missing, <laughs> that was a huge sign that I was that doing to... way too much and yeah. needed to slow down because I also had somebody else who I'm, who we've just gotten to be friends and um, she's actually came as one of our helpers on one of our retreats. And she said to me, she goes, I, oh, she, I said, I was just starting to feel that anxiousness and she, and um, she's a yoga instructor and she said, she goes, why well, always take, she goes, how are you doing? I go, oh, I'm just feeling pulled in a lot of different directions. She goes, I always take Saturdays and Sundays off. And I looked at her and I said, what? How do you do that? She goes, it's how, it's how I recharge. It's how I um, can get my, cre- get creative mm. and really feel rested. And I thought, I can't remember the last time that I had a Saturday and Sunday off. I really can't. But I do love to work. I do love to work, but I need to, you know, unplug sometimes. Do you think that you could commit to a Sunday off, like completely? Yeah, I, I do. I would like to do that. I actually thought after she said that to me, I go, that really just sounds wonderful. Like maybe uh, uh, the Saturday evenings, I know that you teach boot camp or like you, or if you have a life coaching client, so you still get to work mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then... um and then day. the evening you have off and then all Sunday day you have off. So it's a, yeah. a day and a half. And I was the Rachel Hopcost, who we've had on po- this podcast before. She is an author and um, she's an influencer on social media. So she puts a lot of her creative work out there. But she takes Sunday or Saturdays and Sundays off of social media. She, and everybody she goes at, like when she's about to go off, she's like, I have to set these boundaries. So everybody knows that I'll be back on Monday, but I'm gone Saturday and Sunday. And I think that's, I really respect that. I do too. I just, I'm thinking about, we're in this big push season because of um, Hunter, Bailey's brother is running the, he has mad skills. This, this guy can't believe that he's your brother. Can't believe he's my son. And he is, he is really, we're gathering so many people who are interested in what we do that I know I'm in this big push. And I know that once the season starts, we won't be able to do it. I know. And so I'm just trying by my chinny chin chin to hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. And then I told them I, that we're going to turn off the, the reach outs um, for when we're traveling and just take Saturday and Sunday because it would just be too much to try to keep up in between flights and we're leaving to we're leaving Saturday and we, we arrive in Barcelona on um, Sunday at 12 30 p.m. Can you believe that? Oh my so, so I just want to enjoy it. I don't want to get off the plane and go, oh my gosh, I have all these people to reach out to. I want to just be able to like look around and, you know, be present, be present, get, get the energy settled in. So, you know, it's really important that um that's why when when my friend said that to me she goes you know you really she goes maybe you just need to protect your energy I was just like you know that just felt so good to even hear her say that Mm -hmm. and it resonated that's how you know it's your truth because I literally started bawling when she said that when she said that I was at the gym and I started bowling at the gym and I was just like I I said sister (laughs) I think that you hit the nail on the head because I am bawling right now and she goes, oh, my gosh, I, I'm so glad I could help you because <laughs> it's like it's have to have clarity over your emotions is so important to know why you're feeling a certain way because I was kind of out of sorts. I just didn't know. So what the things that Bailey was talking about, like meditation and like movement for me really grounds me. 
Um, also, you know, journaling is really good to be, just be able to write. I've been journaling consistently every day, which has been super helpful. And then um, I've been practicing my Reiki, which I love the five principles of Reiki, which are um, just for today, I'm happy. Just for today, I'm at peace. Just for today, I'm grateful. Just for today, I work honestly. Just for today, I respect all living things and I am kind to all living things. Those are the five principles. So I just, that makes me feel grounded just to say that out loud. It really is, it's just such a beautiful thing, this evolution Mm. we're going through right now. And I think everybody is kind of going through it, whether Mm -hmm. they realize it or not in their own ways. Um, But yeah, I also want to say that I think, and I talk about this, I've talked about it a couple of times, but social media can really pull us out of our energy, right? Because we, or our phones, or the news, radio, any source that's giving you information can pull you out of your own energy because, and I'm not saying all the time, I'm saying when it's, you don't give yourself a break from it. Uh, so, and everybody's different, right? Like every, everybody has their different energetic footprint. So some may be more affected by social media than others. Some may be more affected by um, other people's energy than others. So getting to know your boundaries within that. But tapping out of social media or your phone for even if it's just a couple hours can really be a good way to get back into your own energy. And another thing about um, getting your, your energetic footprint and protecting it is that I love my hairdresser. <clears throat> We've had a very um, long relationship, and there, and I feel like he's sometimes like he's my son. And so I went and had my hair done today, and I am also an empath, you know, which is not probably I'm not a a satellite empath like Bailey is, but I am an empath. And he started talking about. He said. Um, he was talking about how affected he is. He goes, I, I am definitely an empath. My dad used to make me watch, um, sit down and make me watch scary movies. And he goes, and as an empath, I can't, I seriously cannot watch scary movies. I don't want to watch them. They stick with me too long. So he purposely watched, um, what is that serial killer Dahmer? I can't remember his first I name. Have, I don't watch scary but, movies. Yeah, but I can't I even remember. I totally am blocking it out because it was just, it was too horrific to listen to. And I said, why? He goes, yeah. He goes, I watched the show on Monday and I'm still affected by it today. And I said, why would you do that to yourself on purpose? Because you know you're an empath. So why would you purposely immerse yourself in the true story of this horrific serial killer? And then he started to tell me, about the show and I had to stop him and say I cannot listen to you go into detail about the the evil (laughs) the evil because I know the evil is there but I protect myself from it and I need to protect myself from it so I can't even listen even the little bit he told me is still making me upset so I just mom so I have to why Natalie and I when I was at and Natalie if you're listening I love you but I, we listened to um, this murder podcast. Oh, no. And I was really, I, I understand now. I understand why people get hooked on the murder podcast. Because I was hooked. And it was really interesting. And I wasn't scared in the moment. But I haven't slept for the past, like, four <laughs> days. I slept with my nightlight on the other night. And I just couldn't sleep because I heard tapping. I don't, I, I don't know if I'm going to sleep tonight. You are going to, we're going to just take that. I almost was thinking about having you sleep in my room with me. (laughs) So I understand Edward and how he's feeling. (laughs) He needs to not, he needs to not watch that stuff. Um, What is his name? Dahmer. I'm sure that somebody on here knows he was a horrific serial killer. I guess he killed like 15 people, but that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to talk about it in detail on here because I know there are other empaths listening, but it was, it was horrible 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 so i um so that is another way to protect your energy because i'm sure when i walked out there i'm sure my light was dimmed even though my hair was done nobody's smiling at you <laughs> nobody's so smiling like, at me i'm like what's going on <laughs> and, and, but i'm i'm gonna tell you that that is really you know 
that's why protecting your energy from toxic people, not that he was toxic, but what he was talking about was, he is not, but what he was sharing was. And so it wasn't toxic. It was just affecting you. It was toxic because it's, it's evil. I don't, I don't want that to talk about that. I don't want to talk about it. Some people are interested in it. <laughs> I know. And not me. So no. So I was just going to say that when you're thinking about your energetic footprint, just think about how different things affect you. Like some people are intrigued by that and want to go look at it and talk about it and go into detail about it. But I just, I mean, we used to watch, um, oh my gosh, what's that show called? It's a crime show. And it was just got to be criminal criminal minds oh my gosh that's that is another one that you don't want to watch and another thing Mm. too i want to add um is that and i get this like i think gossip yeah gossip is horrific well i think it's really easy to dive into and i used to dive into it really and i used to I understood why people would dive into it because it kind of takes you away from your own problems, right? You focus on somebody else's Mm -hmm. problems or somebody else's like insecurities or the things that they're doing wrong and it makes you feel better about yourself. For a minute. For a minute. Mm -hmm. And I've really been trying to be super conscious about not gossiping and not Mm -hmm. involving myself in it. And I had to like cut somebody off the other day um, that was wanting to gossip and I just had to be all like you know at first I was just like nah like change the subject and I kept going back and you know and I had to put my foot down just be like I, I don't want to talk I can't talk about that right now I just can't because I could feel my body literally hot tensing up and mm-hmm. that's how you'll know something's affecting your energy is mm-hmm. you'll start tensing up your mind will start racing um, you'll get really anxious so I think gossip is another thing that is just debilitating it, for your so, energy. Yeah. It's so sh- not, I don't want to say shallow, but it, it's, it distracts you from your own stress. It distracts you and mm-hmm. it's just, it's not beneficial. It doesn't help anybody move forward. And it's just like, you know, even if somebody did do something that was really negative, we've had people do so many things, you know, <laughs> everybody has. And I just, mm-hmm. I, I've gotten to the point where I don't, I just bless and release and move on because it's Mm -hmm. like that. My energy is so, it's so precious to me Mm -hmm. uh, because I can't show up and be who I want to be in this world and do the work that I want to do and be a daughter towards you, like a good business partner. I can't be a good friend um, Mm -hmm. if I'm, my energy is not clean mm-hmm. you know so Makes just think about sense. that you know how where where maybe is there a lot of gossip in your life and and how does it affect you and mm-hmm. and it's okay to admit that you dive into it like I get it mm-hmm. but just bring awareness around it because once you know you can't unknow and just start noticing is is it beneficial in your life is it something that does you it trigger it does it trigger you yeah maybe maybe you're um because I always think that when, if I'm gossiping about somebody else, why am I not just paying attention to my own backyard? Like my own, the things that I need to work on and where, because I'm certainly not perfect. It, but if you're really focusing on your own backyard, you really wouldn't have time to worry about it or to dive into it. So, so I hope that all of this just kind of really helps you understand your how how do you want to show up I always say I want to be the joy bringer I want to be the one who helps people feel better there's Mm -hmm. you know so be the be somebody was telling me this about her granddaughter it was actually my good friend Diane she um she was saying her daughter her granddaughter is is literally the joy bringer and I just think that's so and we always say that about little bear Mm -hmm. so you know, try your best for you to be the joy bringer. You're the one who makes somebody smile or compliments somebody or um, or works on your own stuff so you're so busy that you can't focus on other others' um, shortcomings. Yeah, and I also want to mm-hmm. add, too, I think that there's a difference between gossiping and and asking somebody to hold space for you while you process something. I think gossiping, totally. gossiping is when it's like malicious. It's normally like you're trying to get more people in on it mm-hmm. or um, it's like a feeding ground. But 
there's a difference between, you know, me coming necessarily to you and being like, hey, this is going on within a relationship or this was said to me or I said this, you know, and, and I just Absolutely. need advice or for somebody just to hear me so I can process it. Yeah. So just knowing that there's, you know. We'll do that. And we do do that because I'll need some sometimes oh, for to sure. say, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this? Am I overreacting? Is this, you know, well, can you give me some clarity? Or even or just, just like, to listen. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. somebody, you know, this happened with somebody and I, this really hurt me. Like, what, mm-hmm. you know, can you just, yeah, like I said, hold space or what do you think? So just knowing that, like, there's a difference and you know when you're gossiping yeah you know yeah you're you know there's a little edge of maliciousness or a little edge of like not it's just not neat there's no, no there, mm-hmm. it's just not needed I don't you every situation is different but it's there's a main difference between gossiping and just needing somebody to like Old a space. human connection mm-hmm. over something so just wanted to kind of add that in so just to think about um, this next week, because the next time that we talk with you, we will be in Barcelona. But we think about the next this next week. What do you want your energetic footprint to be? How do you want to show up in this world? And and what are some things that you can implement that we've shared today that are going to help you raise your vibration so that the energy that you bring actually helps the world? I mean that that would be the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for listening and being here with us, supporting us on this journey. We send you all the love. All the love. We'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.